Eroticism is important. It influences and energizes our entire human experience. Eroticism isn't sex. It's sexuality transformed by our imaginations. We encourage lurid listeners to cultivate eroticism, to play with it, smack it, and rub it down. We want you to enjoy yourselves, your partners, and your sexuality. You are entitled to your sexual self. This show is for adults only and contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations. Spanning many literary genres, including action-adventure, science fiction, romance, horror, fantasy, and paranormal. Notice we're not warning you about sex. Please, (laughs) please listen responsibly. Hey, hey, Lord listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your host, Rose Carraway. And joining me in the studio, Ancy is all get out because he just sucked down a whole cup of coffee. What is am I sucking? Daddy, Dave Carraway. Hey, Big Daddy. I feel like I got to dance. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Got the coffee's going. It's and, Cook Week Day, and it's whatever. Cook Week, Kay. January 29th, day five. Day five. Holy crap. They're all running together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, we hope you guys have caught a few of the live events that have already taken place. If you are interested in catching up on any podcast interviews and conversations, please go to stupidfishproductions.com and search Cuck Week. There you will find a nicely laid out page of links. Today's events on January 29th are... Cuck Question of the Week with Nookie, Venus, Cuckoldress, and Anya. I have a question. This is a blog event hosted over at datingkinky.com. We've also got Cuckold slash Bull Dynamic with Michael C. of the Keys and Anklets podcast. I am really looking forward to that one. And then we've got Cuck Week Roundtable Pillow Talk with Venus Cuckoldress. Oh, sexy lady she is. This is a live event hosted on Crowdcast. And don't forget to plan ahead, lovely lurid listeners, for our Cuck Week final wrap-up Q&A session on Twitter Spaces, where you can get your questions answered by cucks, cuckoldresses, mistresses, and bulls in the lifestyle. Remember to plan your questions out ahead of time if you can. Have them written down so you can read them to me. If you prefer not to speak, I will be opening up the at Cuck Week Twitter's DMs during the event so that you can message your questions there. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> what? That's my question. Okay. Follow Cuck Week on Twitter at Cuck Week. This has been our Cuck Week hub for all the links to the events, the interviews, and the blog posts as they happen. Hey, you guys, we're also doing audiobook giveaways for Insatiable Wives, Women Who Stray, and the Men Who Love Them. It is a first-come, first-served basis. The first five people who tweet, I heart Insatiable Wives, to us here at the KMQ on Twitter will win a free Insatiable Wives audiobook. No DMs will not count. You must tag us so that that tweet shows up on our timeline. 
I think we're ready for our interview snippet. Really? What do you say, Daddy-O? I think we can do that. We talked to Dr. David Lay, and I asked him, what was the most misunderstood thing in the cuckoldry world today? Let's hear what he had to say. I think easily the idea that the cuckold is by nature uh, weak and uh, not not just submissive, but, you know, lower testosterone, less masculine. And I find that fascinating because the research, there's, there's been so much, so many developments since, since we wrote the book. But one fascinating thing is that cuckolding is more prominently searched for in Google searches from countries that are more traditionally masculine, higher machismo kind of stuff, where it is a lot of work and a lot of pressure for men to meet the cultural ideal of masculinity. And the interesting thing, I think, is that the idea of cuckolding offers men an opportunity to kind of give up this kind of brittle, false, two-dimensional idea that to be a real man, you have to treat your female partner as property and fight off other men and you have to satisfy her completely. Mm -hmm. And instead, the guy gets to be strong by kind of giving up that fantasy for a little while and letting her be in charge, letting another man be in charge. Um, that actually takes tremendous strength. It takes tremendous, you know, um, uh, self-confidence and assurance. Um, the, the men that I see that are into cuckolding oftentimes actually are men who are quite confident and assured and they've accepted this aspect of themselves as opposed to the idea that, that cuckolding is this thing for weaklings. Wow, that's powerful stuff. That was awesome, right? A powerful cuckold. You're, uh, it's, an, it's like, what did you say? It was like antithetical to what everyone thinks a cuckold is. Or what a man should be. Or what a man should be. Like, what is a man? Who? I, <laughs> what is a man? What That's is, a really good question. Man. <laughs> don't ask us. Yeah. All we have is Rambo movies. Oh, hey, don't don't knock my Rambo boy. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I feel that in our sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel powerful when I can make you come. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> power bottom, power top, like in all the ways that I need it. Yeah, you you bring it. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. It's my yes. favorite thing. Yes, sir. All right. So we've also got an audiobook snippet talking about the power and confidence of a cuckold. Sage Vivant is a female author and entrepreneur who took her penchant for writing naughty stories and turned it into an apparently lucrative business. Sage offered her services online for hire, penning custom erotica to the request of paying customers. She recently closed this business in order to return to her own writing and to feed my own muse. Her muse led her to publish Your Erotic Personality, Identifying and Understanding Your Sexual Self. In this work, 
Sage offers readers the chance to take interactive quizzes, which help determine what sorts of things turn them on. Then she offers the reader a variety of erotic personality types, from her experience of catering to the erotic requests of hundreds of customers, writing over a thousand erotic stories. As an aside, there's nothing new about writing erotica for hire. Anna Eastman's book, Delta of Venus, is composed of erotic stories that she wrote for an anonymous paying customer at the price of a dollar a page. She supposedly got this gig from Henry Miller, who had become fatigued with meeting the gentleman patron's erotic needs. One of the erotic personality types she identifies is that of the cuckold, which she describes as, The cuckold is turned on by seeing, imagining, or hearing about their lover with somebody else. Cuckolds get hot when they realize they may not be enough to satisfy the seemingly insatiable sexual needs of their lovers. And they may even play a role in finding additional lovers for them to ensure that they get enough sex. They don't get sexually jealous, but they do get emotionally attached. Sage discusses the negative connotations often associated with the term cuckold and suggests that interest in being cuckolded doesn't mean that a man is weak, sexually inadequate, or homosexual. Instead, she suggests that some cuckolds are so confident of their sexual prowess and ability to please a woman that they are not threatened by having and watching someone else sexually pleasure her. She argues that it can make such a man feel very powerful sexually to see that he has a woman who is so strongly driven sexually that she will engage in such wild behavior. That such a sexually alive woman has chosen him for a husband is a source of pride rather than humiliation. In a podcast about the cuckold, Sage makes the point that there are female cuckolds out there and that she has written stories for these women. She also confronts the idea that this is about humiliation. Instead, she asserts that these relationships and fantasies are completely consensual, arranged between the members of a couple, and have far more to do with arousal at the idea of their wife being a slut, loose woman, or harlot. She argues that almost all men have some tendency towards arousal at this idea, and the idea of being with a sexually empowered woman who pursues her own sexual fulfillment. She suggests, though, that cuckolds are those who find this idea the most arousing fantasy. She expects the cuckold fantasy and personality type to gain increasing prominence in times to come, in reflection of the increasing ability to express and pursue this fantasy. You can take Sage's quiz and find out your own erotic personality type at her website. Aside from the cuckold, other personality types include the top, the bottom, the watcher, the risk taker, and many more. Sage suggests that most people have aspects of as many as three or four erotic types, but typically have a primary type that is the most arousing for them. When I took the test, I ended up being classified as a student who approaches sexuality with the eye of a researcher who is always looking to learn. How appropriate. I feel all of that. <laughs> no one's going to work harder at getting you off than me. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's me all over. It is. I know. I, I really loved that section, too. You know, and what I did the first time I read that book, I was like, ooh, who is Sage Vavant? Like, she sounded so interesting. And so I went to her website. But that quiz is no longer there. It has been published into a book. Um, I've never taken, I, at that point, I had never taken a... Um, 
like a BDSM or fetish quiz to figure out like where I fell on the quote mm-hmm. spectrum, right? But you were just one day, I swear to God, we're like, we're connected. <laughs> like, like I need, I wanted to do this and then you did it too. It was great. I can read your you, mind. You, That's how yeah. good of a lover that I am. <laughs> exactly. I, I am deep You're, inside your veins. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, and you found one, um, an online uh, sort of fetish test. It's called What's My Fetish Test? And it's at sexualalpha.com. Now, there were a couple of like holes in the um, the little test there. We found particularly with like cuckolding. So maybe, you know, once cuck week is done, maybe they'll update that a little bit. Because uh, I felt like it left out some really important, some crucial well, hot wife stuff. It only allowed for the cuckold. It yeah. didn't allow for the hot wife, really. It didn't really allow for a bull. It yeah. didn't allow for anything like mm-hmm. that. Like, and it wasn't all the whole spectrum of different ways of that. Yeah. I was impressed with that thing. I and I've too. seen those before. And usually those things are terrible. They're kind of goofy. Yeah. And just not, you're like disappointed. Like, man, I really want to know. Yeah, it's like cosmopolitan. Type, <laughs> yeah. You know, what's your sexuality IQ type test? Yeah. Yeah. They're really bad. Yeah. This one was. It's pretty good. Le- yeah. It was like legitimately trying to do like get down to the bottom of the stuff. And then at the end, it's got the whole. Uh-huh. The limits checklist. Exactly. Which, by the way, like if you and your partner do have not ever done this, you really should do this. This, um, the sexualalpha.com, they have a list right after the, the fetish test or, or kink test that you take. Um, there it, it automatically will prompt you to take this um, limits checklist. And it's just you mark yes or no. And it lists a ton, a nice variety of mm-hmm. sexual options that you are willing to do or not willing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty good. And you can share it. Like, that's yeah, the idea. That's what we did. Yeah. You can print the thing out and go, hey, honey, yeah. this is, this is kind of where I'm at. And where are you? And you can kind of come together on the things that are clicking and see what happens. Yeah, like, I think a bottle of wine should be opened and then you guys sit back to back. You each have your pencil <laughs> and then fill out your li- your yes and no limits checklist. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, we did take that test and I just wanted to let people know our scores, like our top, you know. Um, really? Who we are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was 94% goddess oh honey you're a hundred <laughs> no, they're like, wrong they failed yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's you know it's funny but uh, i was like yeah that's pretty accurate 94 percent, i like it and then big daddy took the test and he was 100 percent the psychological player which is that is just true <laughs> it's all in your head yeah yeah i uh, yeah <laughs> Context is everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just fun, and we thought we'd pass that along to you guys. And oh, that's all you're going to say? There's so much more I than that. No, but we have to get to the friggin' story, that's man. Because <laughs> this is a hot one. Um, this, uh, this today's KMQ episode to celebrate Cuck Week is a story written by Erin Pym, and it is titled... Who's totally hot, by the way. She's freaking hot. She's a yeah, dominatrix, yeah. badass. Yeah, I'll get you, I'll hook you up with her Twitter handle here at the end. Don't you worry. Uh, and her story is titled, My Darling Cuck Hubby.
Just when you think my husband has been humiliated enough, the black bull takes it one step further. Our black master first tells him to undress. My darling husband feigns hesitation, as it actually pleases him to no end to be treated this way. He strips while I watch from the bed, clad in black lace. He purposefully leaves on his clinging white underwear, knowing full well that Master meant for him to strip naked. Apparently, he needs to be broken. That's what all this role play is for, to tear down every strip of pride my sweet, sexy husband has left. But it wasn't my idea, let me remind you. He does it to himself. The underwear too, cuck. The bull states in a rumbling bass, calling my husband by a short form of the nickname, Cuck Hubby. I watch him hesitantly slide the boxers over his hips and kick them to the floor. His white cock is already engorged and twitching when Black Master cages him. It's exactly how it sounds. He takes a small cage built specifically for cuckolding fetish enthusiasts and fastens it over my hubby's small cock. Not that I would call it that on any other day, but clearly I am getting into the role play as well. This game is about satisfying a different kind of urge for my husband, not one entirely physical. He won't need his cock while the black bull's here. Hands behind your back, like a good cuck hubby. Master's booming voice projects. He remains dressed for the caging ritual, establishing power over my husband. He'll reveal his impressive body soon enough, but it's important to start this way. He also stands a couple inches taller and as much as 40 pounds heavier than my cutie cuck and all muscle, which only adds to my husband's physical inferiority. I feel my pussy twinge, thinking about having this black bull again. Yes, the evenings are always organized and initiated by my husband, but I've grown to really enjoy them as well. Maybe I'm developing a fetish alongside him, a fetish for fucking a big black man in front of my loving husband. I can already see my husband's erection straining against the cage, as he obediently stands straight, hands clasped behind his back, looking directly ahead. He mustn't look at Black Master unless told to do so. And he will be told, because watching is the heart of the cuckolding game. Master turns to me now, and I feel flush just from the look. Alone, perhaps it wouldn't be this way, but in front of my hubby, I feel a stimulating mix of arousal, shame, and embarrassment. Arousal because I do, in fact, desire to be with Master. Shame that I feel this way about someone other than my devoted husband. And embarrassment to be seen by my loving partner in this agitated state. My fair skin blushes at Master's steady stare. My face and chest as I watch him remove his clothing. First, his shoes, kicked off nonchalantly. Then his shirt is pulled, hockey jersey style, from the back 
and over his head. His chest is broad, dwarfing my husband's. He then methodically removes his belt, steady eye contact with me all the way, and I feel myself once again stir with excitement. Look at this black-owned wife, he begins, and my husband's eyes go to me like they are supposed to. Her white skin is already becoming pink at the sight of her master. I think her pink pussy has begun to drip, too, he continues, dropping the belt to the floor. I suppress a smile. I glance to my husband, and he is practically shaking from the restraint of having to stand and watch. His face has begun to redden as well, his pupils dilating. Master unzips his fly and pulls out his dark monster. This white wife will kneel in front of her master, won't she? He says, speaking only to my hubby, who nods. He rarely says anything straight to me, but I know what my part is. I kneel, stockings rubbing against the carpet, with his half-mast member poised in front of me. Even with a partial erection, Master's cock is larger than my husband's, much larger. I lick my lips. This white wife will suck her master's big black dick, won't she? Like any good white wife. My husband nods again with apprehension, and I part my lips to allow him to enter me. Still slightly soft, his smooth cock bends into my mouth. Then I feel it. He holds my head close to him while it hardens and it stretches out my cheeks, begging to be let free like my hubby's cock confined in the cut cage. It's then that I make eye contact with my husband and I feel the burn of shame across my skin. He vibrates, no doubt yearning to grab his own cock in release. Master lets me go and I gasp, catching my breath. What a good white wife, he says, bending to kiss me on the mouth. I close my eyes to taste his soft, large lips and feel my pussy start to drip, indeed. I hear the soft shushing of his pants leaving his legs. I open my eyes to see Master with his cock in his hand, now stroked to full mast at ten inches. His dark, nude body stands in front of my husband and slightly larger, like a reverse shadow. I see my hubby's muscles tense and release, as if he's making fists with his hands behind his back, perhaps miming, grasping his own cock. Do you see this bull cock? He asks my husband. Obediently, but still with an obstinate look in his eye, my hubby beholds it. Only then will Master continue. You know that this black cock pleases your wife, don't you? And you want to be a good cuck boy and let her have it, don't you? My husband reluctantly nods. Master takes my hand, encouraging me to stand. I feel sexy in my outfit as he ogles every part of my form, twirling me around so that he gets a full view. What a hot white wife, he remarks, stopping me as I face the bed. Your wife has a nice ass, doesn't she, cuck? 
The black lace thong doesn't leave much to the imagination. I feel his large, warm hand on my back, and I acquiesce to its weight, bending forward, my tight ass on display in front of them both. He takes the cheeks in his manly hands, grasping them, kneading them like pale dough, and I feel my pussy strain to be touched, as if it's tightening as well. He gives my butt a small smack, and I feel myself blush again. Mmm. My black bull grunts, and I can picture my husband seething in the corner. My knee finds its way onto the mattress, and I lean further into it, knowing it's what he would want me to do. Then I feel Master move my panties to the side, exposing my perfect shaven peach. I hear the bull stroke himself as he gets a view, and I feel a familiar shame creep across my face at the knowledge of how wet I am. His thumb works its way across my glistening folds, dipping in slightly to feel my moisture. Your white wife has a nice pussy, doesn't she, cuck boy? She's nice and wet for her black master. She knows that when this bull is here, she's going to finally be pleased. I want to protest on my hubby's behalf, but I'm not exactly in the position to, especially when I feel master's mouth on my puffy pussy lips. I can't help moaning as he sucks at my folds, probing every crevice with his large, warm tongue. I long to reach beneath me and rub my clit, but feel restrained by his powerful presence. I would never want to do anything Master wouldn't want me to do. He finishes by wetly kissing my ass cheeks, leaving moisture which I can feel evaporate when he stands to speak again. Even your mouth cannot compare, cuck, he barks, as I feel his cock probe my opening. He doesn't enter right away, but rubs my sensitive, wet pussy with the head of his dark member, moistening the tip with my flowing fluids as he talks. This black-owned wife needs a bull, doesn't she? She needs a big black cock to truly be satisfied, and you're going to watch, like a good cuck hubby. And with that, the smooth length of him easily enters me. I groan like a wild woman. Finally, finally. But he takes it slow, beholding, giving my husband a chance to behold his dark cock filling me. He turns so that my hubby can see him enter me, see my little white peach swallow his dark rod, and only when they have both gotten their fill, he thoughtfully and methodically begins to thrust, no doubt revealing a glistening dark thing each time he withdraws. I long to reach back and grab his hips, smack him to speed up and give it to me already. It feels the length of my husband's, so I determine that he is only giving me about half. I fight to continue my urgent need for the bull in front of my husband, but I find a soft moan floating up into the air nonetheless. Then he flips me around. Facing the sheets, I could hide my desire, pretend it was my husband fucking me, but on my back, I feel painfully vulnerable to master. 
I try to avert my gaze, but he forces me to connect, looking at me in the eyes and kissing me deeply on the mouth like only he can. Then, to add to my predicament, my black bull gives me the rest of his lengthy cock, and no matter how tightly I close my eyes, there is no question any longer of who is fucking me. Only Black Master's cock hits my G-spot so consistently, deep within my pussy's walls, so that I can't get away from the powerful urge to come, even if I wanted to. I hope that my husband recognizes this fight within me, just like I do with him, the struggle of hating to love and loving to hate. As the black bull leans into me now, pounding me with the full length of his dark dick, I can't take it anymore. I can't resist any further. I can't keep him out. I can't stop the head of his massive manhood from tugging at my G-spot. I can't dispel the carnal thoughts I'm having about my black master being the only one who can truly please the white wife. How he owns me. How he owns both of us. How I just need to submit to it, like my husband is doing right now. Own up to the fact that I am black-owned. With that thought, I let him in. I open myself up to master and come, crying out at the end of his darkness. I wonder if my husband noticed when it happened, when I decided to give myself over to him. I gasp, labored breathing, while Master has his last way with me. I love being fucked after I come. I groan almost as intensely as when I orgasm. I feel Master's hot load fill me, but he withdraws so that it drips out of me. He does this for a reason, and my husband knows why. In fact, it's his favorite part. All Master has to say is, now cook. My husband kneels in front of me, hands still obediently behind his back, and delicately leans to lick the bull's semen from me. I'm so sensitive that my muscles twitch, but I let his small tongue probe every fold to get every last drop. Listeners, we hope you enjoyed the show. That was My Darling Cuck Hubby, written by Aaron Pym. You can follow lovely Aaron on Twitter at the Lady Pym number one. She is well worth a follow. We would also like you to follow these Cuck Week contributors. Crystal Welch of crystalwelch.com. She is on Twitter at crystalwelch99. We'd like you to also follow Dating Kinky at 
Dating Kinky. And Castaway, who has been an incredible freaking sidekick for me during Cuck Week, helping me gather links and addresses and all the things. And we, ugh, he has been a tremendous help. So please do follow Castaway at Castaway. And I'm going to put Mistress K in there. We could not have done this without the help of Mistress K from HeadstrongHotWife.com. She is also on Twitter. We already told you guys about her, but please do follow her. She is at HeadstrongHW. She is phenomenal. Um, Round I, zero with us. I, yeah. With I th- all of this. I think I might get to be good friends with her. I don't know. I hope to anyway. We may have a movie date. Yeah, she was sweet. <laughs> and again, do follow our featured author today who wrote My Darling Cuck Hubby, Aaron Pym at the Lady Pym one Audio production by Big Daddy Dave Carraway. The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists. Fleslet, Kai Engel, and the feature credit music by Grapes. Introduction music by Vivich. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you and we'll be back soon. Tomorrow, in fact. The Kiss Me Quick's Erotica Podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by Tonight She's Yours. Cuckold Fantasies. stupid fish. I joke with some other writers uh, that I hope that I get credit when I go to heaven and I hope I go to heaven, but I hope I, I hope I get credit in heaven for all of the orgasms and sexual fulfillment (laughs) that has happened in other people just because of my writing.